Welcome to Designing Success from Study to Studio. I'm your host, Rhiannon Lee, founder of the Oleander and Finch Design Studio. I've lived the transformation from study to studio and then stripped it bare and wrote down the framework so you don't have to overthink it. In this podcast, you could expect real talk with industry friends, community, connection, and actionable tips to help you conquer whatever's holding you back. Now let's get designing your own success. Something a bit different from me today, something a little bit smaller than you're used to, and I have so many reasons for it, but one is practice what you preach. I am designing my own success, and I spent all day in my studio on Sunday running a marketing workshop, and I usually record the podcast on a Sunday. So I was in here, I was meeting with girls, showing them heaps of stuff about ChatGPT and Canva and a whole calendar system for blocking in and locking in your content planning and it was a really big day and then last night when you're listening to this it will be last night Monday night I ran a one-hour webinar on discovery calls and how to convert them so it's been a really busy week with ad hoc things that are not normally in my calendar and therefore I want to pair it back a little bit. I don't want to do a 40-minute episode of me talking because my voice is getting sore from doing all of that stuff. I'm also right in the middle of the launch for the framework, so I am taking in students, although I am reluctantly telling you that at this point because when you listen, it's Tuesday and the doors will close at midnight on Wednesday, and I'm recording this on Monday and there's only about four places left. So after the webinar tonight, usually there's a couple of people who would like to get on board who just wanted to have a little last-minute check that I know what I am doing. And that's great. That's fine. I always want to create what I consume. And I also like to create opportunities for people to do the checks that I would do. I do those checks before I upskill myself and before I do my own courses because I do all of that stuff throughout the year. I have lots of different masterclasses and um, things that I do to level up my own knowledge. So anyway, enough of that. Let's get into today's topic. So today I want to talk to you about Identifying the difference between value that you give away for free on Instagram and other places where you create content versus paid value, like things that you give once people have paid to be inside of your containership or work with you on a one-on-one basis, perhaps become your design clients. The detail, level of detail and the information that you give once they are paying clients is different to what you give away for free. But I get a lot of questions around what's the difference and how do I know how much is too much and, yeah, tell me what I should and shouldn't do. And, of course, every business looks different and it's not up to me to design what you should and shouldn't do. But I can give you my perspective and I can give you a relatable conversation around how I decide what goes inside of the framework that you cannot get access until you are a student of mine and what I give away for free because a brand value of Oleander and Finch is absolutely transparency. It's not gatekeeping. It's making sure that the content that I am sharing across my social media is like there's a huge resource library on my website which is completely free and it's all sorts of things from discovery call scripts to limiting beliefs and how to overcome them to how and where to order all of your design samples 
what applications can you use to start an interior design business without spending any money? There's so much content there for free. How to niche your business, how to up-level your sales skills in terms of closing the sale. There's just so much there. So if you haven't already, jump over to the website, www.oleanderandfinch.com and click on the banner that says free resources for interior designers and go nuts, download them all. There's lots of them and they are all yours to have. But in terms of deciding, I don't think I'm very intentional. I don't say, oh, oh, no, I would never talk about that unless you pay me to talk about it. But recently I've been chatting to people who have unlocked the resource library because they're new to the framework. And they're like, oh my God, I did not realize it was going to have this particular thing or, oh my gosh, why have you never told me I could do that? Or that is a thing or just lots of feedback and comments like that, which I would say back to them, these are things for my paid students. These are not things for just, I can't give everything for free. I, as I say, try to give as much value for free, but the main aim when you're making a decision as a business owner as to what you want to give away and what you want to do is I would like to be perceived. And the intention is that you would perceive my Instagram page as though, oh my God, if she will give me all of this for free, imagine what I get when I pay for her. And that is something that I've heard from Alex Hamozzi. I've heard from lots of people that I read a lot of their books or listen to their podcasts. Like it's always been a no-brainer for me in my business that I do want to give away. And is it Gary Vaynerchuk that says something like give, take? And that's the philosophy in terms of before you're asking for people to spend money on you, they want to get an idea of a taster of what it's like to work with you or what are you willing to share with them we live in a culture and a society that's so instant gratification we're always able to get access to this information through tiktok and instagram and social media all of the time so i see designers sometimes holding back i feel like they're only giving things that we've already seen like yes replace the inserts of your cushion with feather filled inserts rather than polyester or sorts of things but I think if you want to truly stand out give them everything you learned in design school because and of course do what you want just give them for the inserts if that's how you want to take your business forward and I think that's totally fine but because I have always had this transparent value in my business even from when I only worked with design clients I did get feedback from people that they really enjoyed that I would be very happy to share a way to style a coffee table a sideboard something that I recently learned in school be it about ambient lighting or a lighting plan or perhaps I wanted to share a new level of information that I understood about sustainability in flooring or window treatments and sharing that information with them is not going to stop them from working with you. In fact, it's just going to make them feel as though you are more educated in your industry and in your speciality that they are not taking a risk on spending money with you. So I think it always benefits you. And at the end of the day, someone who hires you to do interior design for them is genuinely not wanting to do interior design for themselves. Take the example of a website, for example. A web developer could teach me how to make the website, all the back-end coding, all the complicated stuff, and I'm still going to say, yeah, could you just invoice me for that though? Because I don't want to do that. And <laughs> I don't want to know about the coding and the science and the things that you went to school to learn about it. The exact same is said of interior design. People are like, that's fantastic, but I have also seen your work. I've seen your mood boards. I've seen your before and after transformations, and I want that in my home, and I don't trust myself to have that level of skill to pull the pieces together. 
One of the major things that I see us all collectively as an industry doing a lot is downplaying the complications and the nuances of the actual job that we do because we love doing the job that we do and because we take it for granted how naturally it comes to us. We're naturally gifted at just going, oh, that and that, put them together, brilliant. And other people hire us for that for a reason. They are not gifted with that creativity and that specific eye for detail. As well as if you think about when when you are designing something like a kitchen and you close your eyes, behind your eyelids is that kitchen. Even if it's just a construction drawing phase or you haven't done a 3D render um, or even at a flat lay, when I look at the tile on a flat lay and I close my eyes, I see it as a splashback. That is magical. That is a gift. That is not something that everyone has. And if you're out there and you want to get into interior design and you're telling me you close your eyes and you can't see anything, it's black space. I'm like, I just feel as though we undervalue something like that because all the clients that I work with and that I speak to, when they close their eyes, they're like, I still don't see it. And then you build them a render. Mm, I'm not picking up what you're putting down here. I don't get it. I don't see it. It's not nothing what you do and it's not nothing the skill that you have and you need to price it accordingly and you can share it and share it again and share it again and share You could break down the system of how you make selections. You can break down the client brief and how you match the solution to every problem and people will still say, great, could you send me an invoice for that? So you're not at risk at all of losing because one of the pushback comments that I've had a few times is like, why would I teach someone else to do what I do? because they're not going to pay me to do what I do if I teach them. But I'm calling BS on that. I don't think if you show them everything that you have that they would still say, great, thanks, I'm going to go over here and do it. Some will, don't get me wrong. If you are targeting the wrong market, if you're going on a Facebook group like mums who renovate, do it themselves and don't want to pay designers, and you teach that group of people how to do a specific thing, then you can't be surprised if they don't pay you because they specifically said we're not sitting in a budget that can afford a service like interior design we're not interested in it we love DIY we love to do it ourselves and we have the time tenacity and ability to go and source things on our own and we don't see value in that with a designer so they're not your market and that's fine but my advice to you would be don't drop into those Facebook groups and give away too much free content because it isn't ever going to swing back around to you Anyway, I'm getting off topic because I have no script today. I've just come on to have a little chat and I did just want to really talk about the lack of risk. I think too many people hold their cards close to their chest. They think it's risky. They don't want to share everything. But I promise you, you will just look more and more helpful. People will look at your account and think, oh, I've followed this designer for a while and she's just doing things a little bit differently and she always breaks it down and she always shows us how to go and make the appropriate selection and what to consider. And as a consumer, if I saw that and I needed help with interior design, I'm going to hire that interior designer over the other person who won't tag the brands in case you shopped the look. Let's be real, people. Google Lens is a thing. And if you don't know what that thing is, go and make sure you understand what that thing is. If you want to run an interior design business, you need to understand how people can use software to shop your look. You don't have to actually tell them. You don't have to tag all the things. 
if you shared something on Pinterest, they can search the item and use Google Lens again. So they can upload your mood board and search each and every item and find it. And that might sound controversial, but I am a big believer in getting ahead of the game and actually don't put your head in the sand and just know that Google Lens is a thing, but hope that people aren't using it. Go and have a play with it, learn about it so that you can learn how to counteract someone who says, I'm going to go use Google Lens. Let's be realistic. This is just life and it's what my clients are doing and saying. If clients want to Google Lens things and they want to know where stuff is from, they're going to Google Lens things and find out where stuff is from. They're never going to be your client anyway if they're the kind of client who's going and looking to Google Lens you. So just stop worrying about that person. There's plenty more people who are busy running a life, have a lifestyle with kids and high-pressure jobs and no time to scroll, no confidence that even if they could pull together the look, they would be the right selections. And those people are the people who will absolutely pay you to do the job, regardless of how much information you give them about interior design or any specific design. And they're not taking a course in interior design just because you give a lot of free value. You're not their lecturer. You're not their teacher. They'll pick up bits and pieces. What, 3% of them will even see you in the algorithm? They're not going to pull it all together and call it a degree in interior design because it absolutely isn't how much you actually know. And all you could share is a lot of good, valuable stuff. And what we want to be aiming for on Instagram specifically is savable things, shareable things that make you stand out from the sea of same or that bland sort of crowd and make the algorithm spike. So I would sit down and write a list of 10 things right now that you learned at school, wherever you studied design, even if you're still studying that were absolute light bulb moments for you and really interesting things that you're interested in and go and use that information to share content about interior design generally. So you'll find that people are so grateful for it and in turn it will just start conversations and engagement and all the reasons that you're actually on a platform like social media in the first place as well as it just helps if you have opinions and they have opinions and questions based on the content you're striking up conversations as I said. You can start those conversations and that's going to more quickly lead into a discovery call or in a more long-term relationship where you can work together. In terms of communicating the difference post paying invoice with clients, and you will get this question inside of the discovery calls all the time if you're sharing a lot of value, you will have people being like, what's the difference between me taking all your free resources on your website, for example, or me being inside of the framework? And it's about knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt what you bring to the table and what you bring additionally to the experience when you are working with that client. When you're just getting a free resource on my website and you download it and you read it and you take from it what you will, and yeah, there's plenty of information in there that's helpful, but it won't be as helpful as dialing into a weekly mentor session with me and workshopping it and actually going, look, I need to niche my business. What are your thoughts on doing it this way? Do you think I should be working with new builds? Do you think I've missed an opportunity? Is there a gap in the market I'm not seeing in your experience? Do you think I'm a good fit for that niche? And getting that help, it's just obviously prices, but there are just things inside the framework like that, which I feel have not been talked about publicly and they're not being talked about publicly because they're not for the general public. So I've shown bits and pieces and then in terms of I'm using the example of niching your business, you would get a video lesson that talks you through that plus an editable template plus direction on how to edit that template for your business plus a mentor talking you through it and then somebody having a look at it once you've got a proposal and a solution and you think you're on the right track, you're going to get someone who's been in business five years actually next week and is able to bring that experience to it and propose some questions 
questions you may not have thought of and poke holes in it and try to make it perfect for you. That's out of control value behind the paid container that you don't really need to talk about when you're on social media, but you know that you can deliver. So when it comes to running an interior design business, and from that perspective, I would say, yep, you can gather all the information and give it all out as free value. Um, you could say to your clients, all of that sitting on my Instagram page is so welcome to it. However, when we work together, we're working to a specific brief, which would be your brief, to your specific style outcomes, what it is that you would like to achieve. We're obviously having a one-hour, two-hour, three-hour contact time with the principal designer, be it your initial consultation plus an in-home consultation or if it's a Zoom call plus a concept pack, whatever your process looks like but you're going to go through all of that hand in hand with the designer with myself and with someone who has studied who is able to provide a professional eye across things and a professional outcome as well as you're able to work together to get the final result and help them implement it all whether that's that you actually install it all or procure it whatever that looks like and they will know without a shadow of a doubt that you've taken everything into consideration and intentionally designed the room specifically for them when I share content for interior designers for example it's a quote unquote for all emerging or under three years of experience interior designers but it isn't necessarily the scenario of you and your business and the way it is when you're inside of the framework it's not interior designers anymore it's Sarah the interior designer with a business that is niched this way, it runs out of the Northern Territory and these are her issues and this is how we will work through it. I'm speaking to the converted because I know I don't have to teach you guys your value and your worth, but it is a nice reminder to hear all of this and to think, yes, you're right. When they're working with me, there's a reason they're paying to work with me. I haven't just handed over a free ebook and they go and try and create a design in their home. I just thought it was a great little topic because I only had 20 minutes today to share with you and I hope that you've enjoyed it. If there's a place in the framework left and you would like it, you better get your skates on and come and see me before midnight on Wednesday. Drop into my DMs at oleander underscore and underscore finch. There's some really exciting things coming up for the people who are signed up, especially people coming in in this November intake. They are receiving a free ticket worth $899 to an all-day planning session workshop in January just a little additional bonus for anyone signing up in November. If I haven't told you before, in terms of Black Friday sale, which I'm probably going to talk about in the next couple of weeks anyway, I am actually offering a massive $500 off for the framework, but it is only for people who are happy to pay in full and would like to kick off in January. So traditionally and notoriously, we know there's a big spike of people going, yes, this is my year. I'm going to do this. Let's get into it. And January is a really big intake of frameworkers. So as we say goodbye to last January's frameworkers, we will be taking in a whole bunch of students. If for some reason that's in your back of your head that you're holding off until January, I want you to be aware that you have the ability to purchase it here in November at $500 discount but you can't kick off till January. So I'll leave that for you to make your decisions. As I say, come and see me if you need me. That's it from me this week. You're going to hear from me again on Thursday. Lucky you guys. I don't have an interview episode for you this week, but I do have a proper length, properly recorded, non-exhausted version of me coming to you on Thursday. And I can't wait to chat to you then. Bye for now. That wraps up another episode of Designing Success from Study to Studio. Thanks for lending me your ears. Remember, progress over perfection is the key.
If you found value in today's episode, go ahead and hit subscribe or share it with a friend. Your feedback means so much to me and it helps me improve, but it also helps this podcast reach more emerging and evolving designers just like you. For your daily dose of design business tips and to get a closer look at what goes on behind the scenes, follow at oleander underscore and underscore finch on Instagram. You'll find tons of resources available at www.oleanderandfinch.com to support you on your journey. Remember, this is your path, your vision, your future, and your business. Now let's get out there and start designing your success.